Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we're breaking the cycle of fake news. And this is your update on all things coronavirus and the U.S. economy and where things are right now, and hopefully where they're going to be in a very short time, which is back to work and back to an open society. It does seem that we have a cure, but we're not out of the fire yet, as the fake news is still trying to kill people to hurt President Trump still trying to avoid the cure, still trying to downplay and ridicule it and link it to other chemicals, which are not even the same thing. So we're going to go through all of that and more right after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com, breaking the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. Now, I'm gonna roll through this one fairly quickly. Um, there's a lot going on today behind the scenes, so I'm going to try not to put too much um, added commentary in there. You guys know sometimes I go on rants. But uh, Dr. Fauci is saying, or Fauci is saying, we're going to have millions of cases. That's a direct quote. And then between 100 and 200,000 deaths. That's another direct quote. Now, you know, remember, folks, that Dr. Fauci is a Hillary Clinton fan. He is a super fan. He's even in the WikiLeaked emails that goes right back to the Seth Rich, the beginnings of the Russian collusion, Julian Assange, all of that, where they were basically all busted uh, for pedophilia and worse and treason and worse. They never thought those emails would come out. So, you know, Hillary Clinton and John Podesta and their, you know, spirit cooking emails and all this other bizarre ritualistic stuff. And then not to mention the things that were all masked in plain sight the coded words for pizza, for map, for hot dogs, for cheese, for things like that. Things that we now know actually are just pedophile code words. Just like if you want to buy some weed and get high that night, you're going to go to somebody and say, I want to buy some herb, right? You're not going to say, or flour or whatever it is that they do now. You're not going to go and say, I want to buy marijuana, right? Because that's illegal in most states. Now, the same thing with pedophilia, only a thousand, thousand, thousand times worse. You don't go say, I want to buy a kid to eat and, and rape tonight. That's, that's what this crazy dude did. Um, where's he at? There's one in here that I really wanted to share with you guys. He actually got arrested for trying to do this. I don't know if I even kept it up. It was a weird, one of those weird articles where, you know, people are, searching on the the deep web the dark web is what it's really called trying to find you know murder trying to find you know uh, children trying to find hard drugs trying to find things like that so um you know you don't go and you admit those things to the thinking public you keep a code word for it which is exactly what the deep state did in those emails and in other communications they talk about pizza instead of girls they talk they talk about hot dogs instead of little boys they talk about these code words and remember obama had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of hot dogs delivered to the white house at 2 a.m for a special party now um i'll let you figure out what that means in your own mind i think i have a pretty good idea but my point being is that 
you can't do it all out in public. And that's exactly what we were exposing there. Uh, and that's the kind of people that Dr. Fauci likes. It's kind of a, a, one rant, I guess, in the video already, but kind of a, a way to circle back to the point. Dr. Fauci is a deep state player. He is now trying to create the fear without being obvious about it. And he's trying to sort of push back against President Trump, who is basically, you know, shouting from the rooftops the legitimate cure for this thing. 98 plus percent chance of, of wiping this thing out with, you know, fairly mild, you know, kind of mild. I wouldn't take this drug unless I absolutely had to, but fairly mild and safe side effects. So Dr. Fauci is a deep state player who's in a strange position. He has a lot of power right now because if he says something and President Trump goes against it, it would look really bad, politically speaking. So if he says, oh no, the, the country is doomed, well, President Trump needs to be taking the appropriate rea uh, reactions and precautions. He's, he's going to need to be, you know, taking pandemic emergency preparedness precautions. He's going to need to take, uh, you know, resource planning into account, things like that. If he doesn't, it makes him look like he doesn't care and the media will attack him. So it doesn't mean that nothing good is happening behind the scenes. It means that he's, again, playing 4D chess with his enemies. Dr. Fauci being up on stage and spreading fear right after President Trump comes up and says, or right before he comes up and says, well, we have a cure too, by the way, and we're going to open the country back up soon. You know, that's the same thing as playing out across the fake news and, and the governors of the different states. They're all making different decisions. Some of them are banning the drug, uh, Democrat. Uh, some of them are encouraging the drug, you know, obviously Republicans. There's a divide. There's a political divide around a virus, which is a strange thing to see. But uh, it's true. Now, we also have some of the economic damage that's being done. 3% of all restaurants have already closed permanently. And this is a little bit older news, so it's probably more like four or five now. A lot of these restaurants, a lot of these small businesses are going to go out completely. They're going to go under completely. Uh, it will not be something that gets bailed out, and uh, their businesses will be ruined. We're about to see a, a real chilling effect across small business America if this doesn't stop soon. And who's going to be left? The big boys. And why? Because they got trillions of dollars of bailout and they bought up everything else. So they're going to be bigger than ever. And that is the problem. We can't keep bailing out people who've made terrible financial decisions, greedy, you know, investment banker financial decisions, rather than you know, saving and being wise with your resources decisions. Right now, there's a lot of, um, if you guys get the joke, there's a lot of grasshoppers that are mad at the ants. And, uh, you know, that goes back to that children's story about the grasshopper being lazy all day and the ants working their, their butts off all summer long. And then when winter gets there, the grasshopper's got nothing to eat. He's starving and he has to go to the ants and ask for food. And uh, the ants are saying, well, okay, but remember when we were working really hard and you were making fun of us and playing on your fiddle and stuff, making music and not working. You know, grasshoppers do the with their legs thing or crickets or whatever. Anyway, so continuing on, we have the White House extending coronavirus guidelines until April 30th. Okay, so it's not 15 days to slow the spread anymore. It's 30 days and counting and going up all the time, it seems, in order to slow the spread. And like I said, there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes. I haven't fully figured out what President Trump's game is yet, but that's a good thing. That means the deep state might maybe hasn't either. He's, uh, he's making his own moves behind the scenes, right? And he does have a lot of power right now as well, by the way. 
So CBS News caught using footage from an Italian hospital to describe conditions in New York City. I talked about this in my last episode, and I've, I've been on Facebook and social media bringing attention to this. They're making up deaths. They're faking it as they go. And why are they faking it as they go? Because they, there's not enough real people dying. They're having to create deaths that are not really there. People are coming out saying, I'm still alive. What are you talking about? Or, you know, my, my relative is still alive. What are you talking about? Or that's not what killed my grandmother. Alzheimer's killed my grandmother. Why are you saying it was coronavirus? She didn't even have coronavirus, right? These are the kind of stories that you're getting out of, you know, independent sources out of uh, social media where people are saying firsthand experiences. I, I put a post on Facebook and I have you know, over 5,000, actually I'm, I'm capped at 5,000 followers on Facebook. So it's a pretty good way to get a small sampling of, of people across the world and country. And I put out a question, one person so far that I, and, and maybe I'm a little late now on that thread, but one person I saw out of dozens of people actually knew someone who had the virus. And I'm not saying it's not a real virus, okay? But the hospitals are not overrun. It's not a war zone. People are going to the hospitals taking video and saying, I live here in this area. There's no one here. It's a ghost town, right? They're going to the tent hospitals. No one's there. They're going to these drive through things and no one's there. What is really going on behind the scenes? Why do the deep state think they can fake the whole world? into believing that this thing is really killing massive quantities of people, unless it really is in some countries. Maybe it is. Maybe in China, where they're covering up the numbers and they just didn't you know, handle it responsibly, things got out of hand. In Italy, things got pretty bad. Not as bad as they're reporting it was, uh, but pretty bad. Yeah, and, and in Italy, there's a very large aging population, especially retired Chinese people. So that makes sense in a... In a in a virus that targets the elderly, targets those who have, you know, um, comorbidity factors is the term. You're not, you're not going to hear that very often in your life, except right now. Comorbidity factors, where you're, you're dealing with other issues, other health problems that could weaken you to a different one. Like if you've got pneumonia and then you get coronavirus, you're in trouble, right? But if you don't have pneumonia and you get coronavirus, you're probably going to be fine, especially now with the cure out there. So uh, continuing on again, you know, don't trust anything coming out of the fake news. We have to break the fake news. As Q said, we've got to stop this lying. We've got to break the lies. Now, exclusive, we're going to switch. We're going to switch away from coronavirus because this was a big deal and it was really worth mentioning. And I wanted to throw it in there. Attorney requesting all documents related to the Seth Rich investigation from FBI after new testimony. Here's where it gets crazy. New testimony from former DOJ assistant U.S. attorney discloses that the FBI did examine Seth Rich's computer. Did examine. Okay, now they, bef they before said they did not examine. There was no real investigation, and they just called it a, 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 a robbery gone wrong, right? Nothing was stolen. Nothing was taken. Uh, his possessions were still on him but it was supposedly a robbery gone wrong, a botched robbery, right? Well, they did an investigation, then they lied about it for years, then they've been covering it up ever since, and now we have proof that they did do some sort of analysis. Where is that information? Where is that documentation? Who has been lying about it at the FBI and why? And what did they know and when did they know it? That's what we need to find out because Seth Rich is a keystone, maybe not the keystone, but it is a keystone for the whole 
Russia collusion, delusion, Democrat try to take down a President Trump, fake news and deep state, big tech, you know, all in on it, everything. It's all there. And if you pull this piece out, the whole tower falls down. That is how important Seth Rich is. Even if you've never heard that name, his name was Seth Rich. Now, breaking. FDA issues emergency authorization for hydroxychloroquine to be prescribed to coronavirus patients. Do not grab things off the shelf that say uh, hydroxychloroquine or even chloroquine. There are different forms. You need to make sure you get the right kind. Obviously, one person has already taken the wrong form and killed her husband. Um, Democrat voter, we'll see what happens with that one. Now, and, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. Nevada Governor Sisolak's chief medical officer who banned hydroxychloroquine for treating coronavirus does not have a license to even practice medicine. This is partisan hack politics, killing people, gambling with your life if you're living there in order to, what, beat Trump, hurt Trump, get a couple of points? It's not even working. They're only supporting President Trump even more than ever. But we know it's coming next. Nancy Pelosi is already talking about it. They're, they're going to try to drum up an impeachment uh, investigation around President Trump's mishandling of the coronavirus that killed so many people, even though they're the reasons that people are dying. We wouldn't have to have killed anyone if people had just listened to President Trump. We would have had less than 200 deaths probably across the country. But the Democrats, while the, while the virus raged and, and burned out the heart of China, Right. Supposedly, at least that's what we, we we had at the news at the time. The Democrats were slow walking their fake impeachment across the chamber, all right, across the hall to the Senate from the House. Remember that solemn walk across, you know, they couldn't even contain their giggles. All right. So Rhode Island public school teacher actually offers to pay someone with the coronavirus to cough on President Trump. <clears throat> now, look. I'm not a big fan of most teachers because the education system is basically designed to destroy children, turn them into communist slaves, and uh, it's all leftist as hell. But, you know, and that's when they're not trying to teach your children to become transgender drag queens with sex change operations by the age of nine. But I digress. This is a terroristic threat. This is beyond a terroristic threat. This is a open um, hit on a world leader, the world leader. This is a, a hit taken out on President Trump. Even if it's for five bucks to do a cough, it's the same thing as $50 million to, to snipe him with a gun or something like that. This person goes to prison. There's no way around it. And I'm fairly confident in making that, um, in, in making that because I've seen other people uh, recently go down to prison for terroristic actions, for just licking things in the grocery store. So if this woman can offer money to kill our president and not go to prison, then we are in a lot of trouble as a society. But I suspect that within a couple more days, we're going to see this lady um, thrown in jail, not too bright. And again, we need to be better about who teaches our children. We need to send the smartest, not these, you know, these societal dropouts who are now, by the way, terrified all of this tele... You're seeing telehealth. You're seeing the President Trump talk about the rise of telehealth, and there's some major changes in the, the system that I think are going to be good long term. You know, you can, you can Skype your doctor. You can video chat your doctor. You can call him up on the phone now with a video chat. And uh, maybe that'll save a lot of time and pain and, 
and, and anguish and uh, energy and resources and wasted money. Um, you won't have to go to the hospital as often. But um, you know, tele. You know, while we're on the while we're on that topic of telehealth, another interesting tele breakthrough is teleeducation. And uh, because of coronavirus, all the colleges are shutting down and all the education is going on the internet. And now these leftist teachers, these crazy, insane leftist teachers are really afraid that their indoctrination and propaganda will leak out on the internet. Because now it's being shared across the internet. It's gonna be easy for one single conservative student to rip it and share it with the world. And when that happens, we're gonna get a much better look into exactly what is going on in these brainwashing indoctrination centers that we call education. If you're able to, the best thing that you could possibly do for your children is raise them at home. Biden claims over 20 million people have watched his live streams, but only 632 people watched his coronavirus town hall on YouTube. That's funny. I've had over 100 million people watch the stuff that I do on YouTube, so I guess Biden is going to get caught up eventually, maybe? I don't know. Um, I'm more popular than him on YouTube. Uh, I've had 2,000 people in my live streams at one particular time. You know, this is, uh, and, and that, to be fair, that's before they censored the crap out of me for 14 months and counting, right? That was before they froze me solid in subscribers and uh, added me to every kind of algorithm that you can think of. But, you know, we're starting to really see when you get people outside of the studio, whether it be entertainment, Hollyweird, whether it be the news, a lot of them are incompetent, really. If you take away the flashy cameras and the expensive background and all the money and all of the um, sort of bounced around, you know, reinforced credibility because they're sharing the same fake news and they're, they're, they're spinning it around and, they're, you know, just kind of replicating the lie, uh, they don't have much left. I can fill up a bigger room me, Justin Nemos, I'm a nobody, but I can fill up a bigger room if I'm going to go speak somewhere than all of the top presidential candidates on the left, with the possible exception of Bernie Sanders, who I think will still beat me if he fills up a room. He still has a lot of crazy Antifa there. But between all of them, they got no money and resources and uh, no hope to actually live a normal life because they're a bunch of brain-damaged communists. So that's why they want to support Bernie, because he's their only chance to get resources. He's their only chance to what they imagine is going to be the good life, um, li living off of everyone else, which is why he can gather big crowds because there's always going to be some idiot that falls for communism. I see Bernie like an old buzzard just perched on a, on a rotten tree branch and waiting for people to come die at the, at the foot of the tree so he can eat them. That's, that's the, the metaphor to think of when you think of Bernie, just to roadkill, carry-on-eating buzzard. You know, just a pest. Feds add gun companies to the essential business list. Now, that is very interesting because many states, especially California, uh, you know, Virginia is already big on this, New York, these states are trying to shut down your ability to buy a gun or protect yourself during what is arguably the most dangerous time in the period of our lives in American history where you would want a gun, right? We're getting pretty close now to looting. We're getting pretty close now to major crimes. We've had a Van Gogh stolen from one museum under cloak of coronavirus, 
and pretty brazen crime. That's an expensive one there. That was a smart crime. And we've had less smart crimes where people just steal the groceries on the way home. If you're walking with your groceries on the way home in some areas and you're going to get your groceries stolen because things are going thin. Resources are a little scarce in these areas because people are hoarding and because people are going to the shelves and they're fighting, as I like to joke, because this really happened recently with broken wine bottles to stab each other over toilet paper and other items. So this is a powerful move from President Trump assuring us that the Second Amendment is being protected during this time. This is a big step. If the federal government was not on our side during this time, I think this would not be something that they would have done. And what could have we done? What could we have done about it, right? If 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 the local government and the Fed said, nope, quarantine and by the way, no guns, what could we have done? It's not like we could get together in large groups to rebel or anything like that, even if we wanted to, because we're all locked at home. So thank you, President Trump, for keeping an eye on our rights during this time. That is a very cool sign to see. And I know most people won't say that. Most people won't even see that. But that's my take on it. Now, U.S. reports 500 plus casualties in the deadliest day yet confirms largest jump in COVID-19 cases. That's from today. Now, we also have France officially sanctioning the drug hydroxychloroquine and z you know, it's a combo, after 78 of 80 patients recover from COVID-19 within five days. We also have the Netherlands recalling 600,000 Chinese face masks. Comes after Turkey, Spain, Ukraine, Czech Republic, all returning faulty COVID-19 masks and test kits from China. So China basically gave this to the world because they really sat on the information that could have saved all of these different countries. They could have shut down their own airports. They could have done the world a solid favor here and kept this in their own backyard. Instead, they encouraged the release into other countries. They spread the bioweapon. In Italy, they had a... I mean, they had local politicians encouraging it too, but in Italy, they had people hugging a Chinese guy from Wuhan or something because, you know racial tensions or, or a fear of discrimination or some bullshit like that. Look, I don't care where you're from. I wouldn't be hugging anybody during a pandemic outbreak or planned-demic outbreak is what we should be calling it because it is a planned, pandemic, pandemic, planned-demic. Um, anyway, so this is very concerning. And some countries, especially in the U.S., are calling for reparations, not from white people to black people like you normally hear, which is a, a nonsensical leftist trope to try to get more free votes no, this is from China to the rest of the world, or to the U.S. in this case, because they killed people, because they let a bioweapon out onto the world, because they hid the information, because they sat on it. And with their ally, their puppet, Tedros from the World Health Organization, the World Attorney General of Health, I guess, the World Health Attorney General, or not Attorney General, the World um, uh, Health General, Surgeon General uh, equivalent, that guy is totally a Chinese puppet because he's, he's the one that said it wasn't that bad, it couldn't be spread at first, and then he, he flipped, and now he's... Uh, anyway. So we also have Chinese biological experiments to infect humans with COVID-19 uh, was exposed back in 2015 by the Italian state media. So they exposed efforts by the Chinese scientists to work with bats and mice and the coronavirus that was derived from bats and mice and trying to modify them so that they would be able to spread to humans and from animals, by the way, so the animal could spread to humans. That's what they were trying to do. They did 
apparently they figured it out because just a few years later they released that bioweapon on the whole world. So they used um, the molecule called SHCO14 that allows the coronavirus to attach itself to our respiratory cells and to trigger the syndrome, <clears throat> which is why you drown to death in your own pink fluids foam, because that's what they added into this, right? That's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing to try to make. And look, there are reasons that there should be limits in warfare. There should be caps on the power and, and, and limits to the danger and evil that you can bring to others in the world. I mean, there should be, but there isn't. And all is fair in love and war. And governments are still experimenting with world-breaking weapons technology that could crack the planet way bigger than nukes. They're already, you know, of course, they're full-fledged into experimenting with all sorts of genetic weapons and bioweapons from GMO all the way up to, uh, you know, um, CRISPR gene-edited spliced chimera animals that will have all sorts of weird diseases that morph in their bodies and then spread to humans as well. So it's just an interesting time to be alive, especially if you're, um, you know, especially if you're able to sit in a position and watch from a distance. That's kind of the position I've been in most of my life. I've I've always kind of not been that social. I'm an introvert anyway, so I, I was a homebody anyway. I always kept a few friends. But I've always kind of watched the world from the outside, and I've kind of seen it mostly unaffected, mostly unaffected by it. Um, not always, but mostly unaffected by it. And it gives kind of a weird perspective, and you really are thankful in times like this where, you know, you're prepared. You're prepared for anything. What happens if they release a, a bioweapon that turns people into zombies that kill each other and, and eat each other, right? Like the zombie movie apocalypse things. They, they've been playing that for a long time, maybe to get into our psyche. But, um, you know, that if you're prepared, then you're prepared, right? So you're in a much more comfortable position. You, you don't have to panic. You can watch from a distance and kind of just appreciate your life being as simple as it is when it is and you can appreciate that you're not going through those things and you can appreciate that how important it is to spread this information to those who don't have it because not everybody is sitting in such a good position where they can watch from a distance many people are right in the middle of this and they don't have a choice um, so our prayers go out to them UK's Boris Johnson the, basically the, the Trump of Britain right now, is furious with China, says there could be a reckoning for China's coronavirus disinfo campaign. And remember, he got coronavirus. He is a victim himself from the Chinese disinfo campaign. So who better than to um, challenge them on an international stage than Boris? Now, Dr. Zelenko in New York has now treated 699, I don't know why they don't just go up one. Why don't they just raise it to one and, and round up? Maybe that's the one guy that didn't or something. But um, 699 coronavirus patients with 100% success rate using hydroxychloroquine, which is what we've been talking about. Remember the natural form of this, and I don't know if it'll work as well, but if you're trying to avoid all the, the, the terrible side effects and just boost your heart, your you know, your immune system, you know, you're going to want uh, liposomal vitamin D, liposomal vitamin C, and you need the D if you don't get sunlight. So liposomal vitamin D if you don't get sun, liposomal vitamin C as much as you can, and uh, just to harden the immune system and kind of boost your white blood cells. And then we talked about uh, zinc recently, how that's great. Be very careful how much zinc you take. It can be, it can be fatal and it can kill you, and it does not take much. I mean, just like 
a pinch, just barely enough to see of some of those zinc powders. Better to take a, a capsule that has the right quantity and type. But the natural form of hydroxychloroquine is called quinine, and it's found in cinchona bark root powder. You can get the you can get the root in different flavors or, or forms, I guess. But um, the powder is the easiest one, and you can make teas and stuff out of it. And that is what was used for a long time by governments for their soldiers to protect them from malaria when they were, you know, in in um, foreign countries or, or doing ops or whatever that it may be where they were exposed to malaria. So, uh, and the z drug. So hydroxychloroquine and z plus a little zinc. That's the, uh, the key here that's working really, really well. And uh, these are all fairly cheap drugs. Um, I know that you can buy hydroxychloroquine from Canada. I mean, the pharmacies up there are still selling it, so it's not sold out. And um, I, don't, I don't know what the rules are there about buying things cross borders like that, but I know that it's still there in the market. So it's very interesting to see that the fake news is still spreading so much fear. And before we, um, you know, I, I talked about the woman that fed her husband a uh, fish tank cleaner, um, a different type of fluoroquine, and uh, he died. And she did this right as President Trump was really promoting chloroquine. And she did this in a really ignorant way. And now she's being used by the fake news for interview hit pieces against President Trump. So is this going to be the the case that they try to bring up and use to impeach President Trump? Are they going to have more like this? Is this the new he raped me? I don't know. But we'll see. And um, last but not least, one more thing I want to leave you guys with. I like to keep it away from speculation. I like to keep it to the facts I like to keep it to what we know. Um, you know, I follow the Q movement. I, I'm the guy who debunked the JFK Jr. stuff. I'm the guy who, uh, who goes after the deception and the fake MAGA. I'm the guy who challenged people to debate Q, like Jack Posobiec and Alex Jones and things like that, which led me down so much drama. But, um, you know, I'm the one who, who had that logical, rational, empirical sort of mindset coming into this Q movement. And, and we're going to get to this post real fast. I want to give you some context here because if you're new, I want you to remember that there are some woo-woo thinkers out there. There are some people who in the Q movement believe JFK Jr. is back and he's going to lead the charge with an army of aliens behind him and all this other stuff, right? And that's not true, okay? And I want you to recall that not everybody in the Q movement believes things like that. So when you see this channel, you know, yes, we represent the Q movement in a sense, in that we are trying to spread the Great Awakening. We're trying to fight the fake news. Um, beyond that, this is where you go for logic, reason, evidence, compassion. This is not those channels that are going to just be like, Q and JFK Jr. is going to win. Yeah. You know, this is a logical channel. I'm, I have an investment background. I have a business background. I didn't, I didn't go into that field uh, with emotions to try to, uh, you know, you, you would lose your shirt, you would lose your hat if you tried to bet or invest your money based on uh, emotions, right? So I was in real estate, I was very successful in real estate investment as a private real estate investor, not an agent. And uh, I did all of that. And, and I was very successful because I was very logical and very rational. So all of that is not to brag, it's just to say, I'm not buying into hopium. All right, I'm looking at the trends, I'm looking at the, the points, I'm looking at the milestones, I'm looking at the players, I'm looking at the connections, I'm looking at what they're doing 
actively now what they've done in the past and how that sort of fits into the grand picture. So I'm, I'm watching the 4D chessboard here for you guys, and I'm reporting on all of that. And this post, it hit me as very interesting um, because it paints the positive side of what, what we're looking at now. And I can't, I can't promise this is true. I can't promise that uh, we're about to see a major play from President Trump, but he is in a position to do so. And three days, three nights on Twitter here uh, kind of summarized a lot of what's happened recently. And let me, let me say that. He says oil is below $18 per barrel. The Fed is now owned by the Treasury. That's a big Q deal right there. That just recently happened. Q took over, President Trump took over the Federal Reserve, the central bank. It's a big deal. That will change the whole world forever. Um, at least until we get another central bank, because they're always there trying to come back with it. This country has had one central bank already. We got rid of it. And now we have another one. We're going to get rid of it too. He says the Fed now owned by Treasury. Interest rates almost at zero. Long Beach port surrounded. New York City, Long Island surrounded. Washington, D.C. now empty. Millions of reservists have been activated and defense productions invoked. And he says April showers. So April is looking like a very interesting month. I'm not I'm not saying that President Trump is about to make his move on the deep state and do mass arrests. I don't want to go that far. But President Trump is making his moves behind the scenes. He is playing 4D chess and something is going on. So, you know, I, I'm going to leave it with that. I will see you guys on the next one. If you found value, if you enjoyed this work, please like, share, subscribe, hit the notification icon. You can join us on the newsletter so that they can't just ban us again on YouTube at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And of course, if you want to support the channel, shop with our sponsors, support the companies and the patriots that that support independent media and stand with free speech because there's not that many companies that will do that, first of all. And secondly, they take a lot of crap for standing up with, you know, with independent media versus fake news. So if you want to support independent media, if you want to support the, the truth, if you want to support uh, the takedown of fake news, if you want to break the fake news, then support our channel. You can go to redpillliving.com slash Nemos, get your vitamin D and C that we talked about, uh, in a liposomal form so it really works you're not getting the expensive pee and and um, you can go to shopmagazon.com and you can shop patriot and drain the digital swamp there's over 30 and growing different patriot owned companies that are selling different all kinds of different things on magazine i don't even know all the items that are being sold on magazine anymore so that's a very good trend even though it's a brand new website it's less than a month into really running um over 30 and growing uh, companies, over 300 products that are listed from these different companies, it's it's taking off. And I think that there is a demand for shopping with patriots, with shopping American, with shopping, you know, just shopping with people that share your values and supporting the kind of things that you want to see in the world rather than buying with companies like Amazon where they just want to use your money to hurt our president. You know, Jeff Bezos is no fan or friend of President Trump. And he owns the Washington Post. Right. So if you're if you're buying Amazon, you're in effect hurting President Trump and trying to, um, you know, send money to his enemies. And that is it is a strict way of looking at this. Right. But we are in wartime. We have to start moving away from these companies. We have to stop letting them walk all over us and uh, and take advantage of us and use our money and our labor and our energy 
against us, especially against our president. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.